welcome to today's episode of Fika Drotni. I'm your host, Tini, and if it's your first time tuning in, welcome and thank you so much for choosing Fika Drotni as your company to wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. And if it's not your first time with us, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for being there since the very first episode of Fika Throttling. A big, big thank you for your support. And if you have not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode again. And if you love what we do, give us your reviews and ratings on iTunes, on Stitcher, or on any other platform that you are listening us from. Or you can always submit your feedback, your reviews, your ideas to me at contact at fikathrottening.com or check out our website at www.fikathrottening.com You know why we need your reviews? You know why we need your ratings? So we can improve our content and give you only the best. Mm-hmm. We only want the best for you listeners out there. So, What are we exploring today? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with you. So today I'm just going to talk a little bit about lactose intolerance. Uh, because I'm sure you must have uh, realized how excited I get whenever I talk about lactose-free items. And I am always uh, telling you where you can get the lactose-free items. Not that I'm promoting them, not that I'm getting paid by the companies. But my intention is more of like making you more aware, especially you are lactose intolerant like me. Because 10 years ago, there's no such thing as lactose-free milk or lactose-free butter uh, or anything that's lactose-free in Singapore. Uh, perhaps they do exist, but not in the uh, neighbourhood areas. Uh, you don't find them in NTUC. You don't find them in Sengsiong, in uh, Prime, in what else, Giant, or in your local supermarket. However, now they are made available, which I am very grateful for. Do you know that Asians are generally lactose intolerant? I don't know, probably there's something that we have or our diet or our environment, or it's just the way we are born with it, I guess. But uh, I'm going to talk about the degree of uh, not being able to drink milk or cheese or, you know, I'm going to talk about it later on as well. But here's what happened when you are lactose intolerant. Everybody, you know, you can check <laughs> on yourself that you have all your organs. <laughs> If you want to find out more, how does they, how your internal organs look like, just Google it. And, you know, you just go to digestive system, Google it, click, click on, on images and they will give you all kinds of charts and you will see all kinds of jargons and stuff, you know, don't worry about that. Okay, so we all have our large intestine and our small intestine. So what happened in my body? So in my body, I still have those digestive system perfectly just like yours. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> It's not that uh, just because I'm lactose intolerant, I'm missing a part of my intestines or my stomach is smaller. No, it has nothing to do with that. It has 
something to do with my small intestines. It's not missing. It's just that the small intestine does not produce enough lactase, which is an enzyme needed to digest lactose. What is lactose? Lactose is milk sugar. So what do these lactase do? Lactase turns milk into two simple sugars, which are glucose and galactose. And these sugars are absorbed into the bloodstream through the intestinal lining. So when you are lactose intolerant, um, the lactose in your food, instead of being processed and absorbed into the bloodstream, it moves directly to into the colon. Um, so what happens is in the colon, normal bacteria interact with the undigested lactose and causing uh, diarrhea, bloating, gas, worst case scenario, nauseous and sometimes vomiting. Um, so far, so good. I have not gone through the extreme in my case, I usually have bloating, diarrhea, and lots and lots of gas. So, <laughs> I am like a walking natural gas. <laughs> so, that is what happened when you are lactose intolerant. Did you know? Two-thirds of Asian population have problems absorbing lactose. Probably it has got to do with, I don't know, maybe the environment that we live in, uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Don't don't ask me that. Okay, so I'm not so sure why. And according to Healthline.com, 75% of the world's population is lactose intolerant. So I am part of that 75%. Mm. And what was I going to say? Yeah. So you may be lactose intolerant and you don't know. And what usually happens is, you know, I always talk about quotas to my friends. Like what happened just the other day, uh, I was at a Golden Mile enjoying my fika with Vade, which I'm going to talk about in another episode. And I ordered uh, teh tarik. And at the Indian stall, teh tarik is made with regular milk. And I risked myself drinking that actually because, you know, in, in hawker centres, they don't, they just don't provide alternatives uh, in hawker centres. And if you tell the uh, old man that's running the shop, uh, uncle, I want uh, teh tare uh, with uh, soy milk, they're just going to go like, huh? What? Are you an alien? What's wrong with you? Huh? Are you crazy? <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways, on the way home, mm, not pleasant, not pleasant. Even though I don't really uh, quite care if I release my natural gas and pretend nothing happened. <laughs> that helps sometimes. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's very unpleasant. It's very, very unpleasant. I am glad and I'm blessed that I have not gone to that extreme where I have nauseous and vomiting. Probably a little bit of nauseousness, but not so much of vomiting. But bloating and diarrhea is enough to kill you in that sense like you're gonna be so tired every day sometimes i feel like i just want to sleep in the toilet that is my extreme case yeah so far it's just nauseous bloating and diarrhea so what i mean by sometimes you are lactose intolerant but you don't know but you tell me that hey i can still drink milk 
Um, that is because it all depends on how much your body is able to take. So maybe you are able to have your milk in the morning and then you have your milk in the night and you're fine. That means your body is able to uh, produce enough uh, lactase to digest the milk sugar. But if you go beyond that, so for example, if you have milk in the morning and then you have um, coffee with milk in the afternoon and then you have milk again in the evening before you go to sleep and then you start you know, feeling very uncomfortable, your tummy starts churning, that means your quota is only two portions of milk a day. For my case, I can only have milk if I really want it so much, like once a day, that's the maximum. If I go beyond that, that's it. Ploof. Everybody have to put on gas mask in my house. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I'm telling you the truth. It's like, so if, if I want to have like cheeseburger, if I'm risking it. So I just have to give myself a quota. The best thing is to, to go to cafes and get some alternatives. So even when I'm baking, baking is not so bad because you're not, you're not using a lot of milk. You're just using like what, 100 meals, 200 meals, depending on the recipe, maybe 250 meals. And that's it. That's it. And you make batches, big batches with it. So milk in recipes like cakes and cookies, I can still take it. But again, knowing that, you know, I am like this, I don't want to, you know, risk my health just because, you know, yeah, sometimes just go for it, but uh, no. <laughs> so I always get alternatives, either get myself some lactose-free milk to use it in the recipe or alternatives like almond, soy or oat. So now it's there in the shelf. You have companies that produce lactose-free milk, for example, like Farm Fresh, which I did uh, talk about it a little bit on my IG. Yeah, so, and that's not far away, it's from Malaysia. Otherwise, you get lactose-free milk from, you know, Australia, mostly New Zealand. But the best is just stick to soy or oat or coconut or rice milk or whichever. It's all your choice. It's all up to you which one you think tastes best for you. And I am a big fan of Alpro. I love buying Alpro because they're the best, in my opinion. Again, like I said, I'm not promoting any products over here. I'm not getting paid to do this. Just to make you aware uh, of the um, lactose-free products that are available in Singapore. Words of the day. This is the segment whereby I will introduce a Swedish word to you. And because you have requested for phrases, I am going to introduce to you a new phrase today. And the word is tak. Tak. Spelled T-A-C-K. Tak. This word, um, depending on your situation, most of the time you say tak to say thank you or terima kasih in Bahasa Melayu. Hmm, that's terima kasih, thank you for you. Um, but it can also mean like um, please. For example, if you're ordering something at a counter, since we are all about going to have fika, let's imagine a scenario where you are at a konditori. Hey! Hey! Jag skulle vilja ha en vanlig kaffe och uh, en kanelbull. Tack! Mm. Det blir 20 kronor. 
Tack. Jaha. Mm. Varsågod. So the conversation is basically me ordering a cup of regular coffee and a cinnamon bun. And the person behind the counter is just telling me it's 20 crowns. Thank you very much. And I said, here you go. Here's your money. good, And that's it. So that's how you use uh, talk. Words of the day. If you are a native speaker, if you are from Sweden, regardless if you are staying here in Singapore or if you are in Stockholm, Kiruna, Umeå, Malmö, whichever, or you are somewhere around the world and you are listening to Fika Drottning, first of all, I would like to say thank you. And if you want to join in uh, and be part of our segment words of the day, all you need to do is just give me a shout, you know, send me a message either on the Facebook page or on the Instagram, on the IG, which is fikatrotning underscore podcast. Or you can message me, send me a message from my website that's contact at fikatrotning.com and just tell me that you are interested to join me on this particular segment. It would really be fun. Shara minat lusnare. That is all that I have for you today. I hope you have find this really, really interesting. And if you like the podcast, you like this episode, share it with your friends. Share it with everybody, your family, your acquaintance, your pet. <laughs> share it with everyone. And remember to tag us on Instagram. That's fikadrotning, F-I-K-A-D-R-O-T-T-N-I-N-G underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T and help us spread the word so that more people will be able to find this podcast. Remember, we are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, we have our own webpage that's www.fikadrotning.com and where else are we? Yeah, <laughs> and here, right here on your iTunes, on your Spotify, on your Deezer So we are everywhere. So remember to leave us your ratings, your feedback and your reviews so that that will make us grow organically. And I shall leave you as how I normally do. Remember, life is short. Take a moment to slow down and appreciate the good things in life. And Fika always tastes better with your Fika gang. That's all for me. Puss Okram Tini over here. VCS Nesta Monda Nesta Vecca. 